Hello, Bizarre Story Junkies. You're tuned in to the Bizarre AF, where we talk about the strange, the absurd, the unknown, and things that are bizarre as fuck. I'm Kevin. I will be your host today. So please keep an open mind, keep a skeptical ear, but keep listening as we take you on our newest journey, the power of the mind. Hello, my junkoids. <laughs> Joining me today, and I wouldn't have it any other way, is my co-hostess with the mostess, Alicia. Hey, girlfriend. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing great. We <laughs> have some coffee. <laughs> yeah, let's go have some coffee. We're gonna. We'll come right back. Uh, I'll give you a topic of discussion. Uh, Rhode Island is neither a road or an island. Discuss. Discuss. <laughs> um well uh we have i think a fun episode today i'm so stoked yeah uh today's we're talking about the the power of the mind and that can be a lot of different things we're going to talk about a few things that that could be Mm -hmm. um but i'm going to take your lead and i'm going to start out with a quote Ooh, okay uh, and this is from a gentleman, uh, a Dr. Wayne Walter Dreyer, who was a very well-educated American self-help author and motivational speaker. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I like that. So let me give you an example of that okay. quote. Have you ever thought about something and... Then without explanation, you I mean, you noticed it repeatedly. So here's an example. You mm-hmm. you think about it and you want to go buy a car and you're like, I really want this Ford Mustang. Yes. And you're just thinking about, and then all of a sudden you see all these Ford Mustangs on the road. Yeah, yeah. Another example. You see you're in traffic and you see, you're like, oh my God, there's like three Texas license plates in a row. And then for the next day or two you all you see your texas license you're yeah like, are we being invaded by texas <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck has this always been going on and i've never seen it before so that's that's the point of 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 dr wayne walter dreyer is that when you when you are thinking about something or the, if you change the way you think about something then things change because oh, yeah. your brain is is working in a way that you've kind of are telling it to work without consciously making it work that mm, way. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. Brain very powerful. Brain powerful. <laughs> brain brain equal power. <laughs> <laughs> so, um placebos are yes. another good example of of the brain being very powerful. Yeah. So for years the, the placebo effect uh, was considered a failure in medical science because when you gave someone something that wasn't anything and it worked, that was a failure. They're like, they, they considered that a failure. But it's recently they've actually started looking at it in a different way and considering that kind of a success. Right. Um, there's a study where they talk about the pl- placebo cure rate and the ranges are drastic. They, really? Sometimes these can, they can be as low as 15%, but sometimes these placebos can be as effective as 75%. That is so interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Again, to show you how powerful the brain is, that is all your brain doing that. Right. So like, um, I guess like from my perspective or like a question that I have, like you were saying, right? Like, oh, um, this is like, like, uh, it's a failure in science. Mm-hmm. Why, it, why is it not like considered a phenomenon? Like why not have it? It is be, now they've changed oh, okay. their perspective. Okay. Like so I, instead- kind of like the quote is and like, instead of going, 
okay, I gave you this drug and I gave you this drug and now you both worked. And so that complete, ah, what did I do wrong? Yeah. Now they're looking at it in a whole different way. Like, oh. okay, now the, now we're getting into the what a mind can do, how powerful a mind is. You and, know what this kind of like brings me back to? Hmm. Um, the gateway uh, process. Oh, uh, Sure. Yeah, that project, the CIA paper. All that we about were talking the about. brain, the mind. Yeah, and how powerful it is and, and how you can really, you can do some great things with it. The, you're talking about the great things that it can do. That's right. That's exactly right. Oh, so cool. So cool. <laughs> so um, so what happens with the placebo effect is that the brain anticipates the outcome and then the mind will communicate with the body that anticipated outcome and it prepares the body for healing by these miraculous events, like by creating natural chemical reactions. So, mm. for example, um, give somebody a placebo bill, a pill mm -hmm. and says, this is going to cure your depression. And the body releases the serotonin, which cures Depression. The depression yeah. without all these harmful side effects. But your brain was anticipating that this pill was, was going, going to, to do the you. thing. And so it produced the things to do the thing. So in other words, so like depression is um, a lack or a um, like like uh, the serotonin, your serotonin or dopamine le levels are like stunted. Off, yeah. Off, yeah. Mm -hmm. So and that's a natural chemical that everyone has. Yep. So you're saying these people are already low. They're already like, uh, you know, operating on a low, a lower level. Yep. All that they have to hear about is, hey, we're going to give you a pill. We're going to, we're going to go through, is, is it just the pill or is there, is it in conjunction with something like therapy or like group sessions? A pill. It's just it's the pill. A pill. And they said, this pill is going to help your depression. Wow. And they take this pill and it does because, again, it's all about intention and your mind being so powerful and convinced that that it's going to do what it needs to do, that it generates these chemicals and your body. And this is just one example. Right. One example of a placebo. And the, the point of these examples, again, is just to to articulate how powerful our mind is. Mm -hmm. It can do amazing things. And as they say, as you hear this all the time, we use on average 10% of our brain. Oh, yeah. What if we used 30? What if we used 50? What if we used 100% of the capacity of our brain? If we're if the things that we can do today with 10%, can you imagine... Mm -mm. I can't. I, honestly, I can't. We can't. We can't no. imagine. <laughs> I, I can't. But but it does. It you know you are asking a, a really interesting question, which is uh, one science doesn't really understand what the brain what the brain that's right says we, or we what it still does. Don't. They still don't know. They have no idea. Yeah. There's so much that we don't understand, and maybe there is like a power of healing within our own our own minds mm -hmm. that exist that. We can't quantify or qualify because we've always seen it as being like a, a, a net negative, right? Not a gain. Yes. Oh, it's a failure of science. Yes. It's not. It's not a. It's not a phenomenon that we need to kind of embrace and try to better understand, or at least create, uh, create like an experiment, right? Like science, like yes. you have to have a experiment, yes. right? But create some space within that uh, method, the scientific method, where these phenomenons can exist mm -hmm. and we can embrace them. Yes. Yes, uh, it's it's just fascinating. It's so fascinating. Yeah, even even like I don't know. You said it like even three percent more that we could use. Could you imagine? I mean, no. that's yeah. It's crazy when you start thinking about it like that. So small. So so here's some some things that researchers have found, uh, and this is these are documented. These are in papers. I mean, you can these are legitimate like medical science papers. Placebos follow the same dose response curve as real medicines so for example yeah two pills are better than one <laughs> a larger capsule 
is better than a smaller capsule. <laughs> Again, this so, is the brain. Placebo injections are more effective than placebo pills. Okay. <laughs> One, so, what the fuck are they injecting <laughs> these people with? Like um, a vitamin or something? No, maybe? no, no. With like... Um, saline? Saline. So like they know it's not going to cause any kind of... Right. There's no it's, way that it there's could nothing. cause... It's water. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Substances that actually treat one condition but are used up as a placebo to have greater placebo effect than sugar pills. So example. Yeah. I give you a Tylenol. Uh-huh. Say so this is going to cure your skin rash. Sure. I give you a sugar pill. And say this is going to cure your skin rash. The majority of the times the Tylenol cured the rash more than the sugar pill. The Tylenol cured the rash more than the sugar pill. Right. So a placebo, they both placebos be- technically yes. because they're okay. not to cure the skin rash. Mm-hmm. But the one that was actually a medication to cure one thing but yes. used as a placebo in the experiment was more effective than the placebo that was really nothing. So that's fucking wild, <laughs> Weird. dude. So you had no idea. It's not like you know. The, ah. the person taking it doesn't... They know they're in an experiment. Right. But they don't know they're but being they given they don't know Tylenol. what they're given. No. Yeah. It's not like they're testing it beforehand. Right. Oh, my God. That's like, one, that's fucking crazy. But yeah. two, <laughs> what if there's like a greater knowing... And that's, <laughs> I don't know, I'm just, uh, I'm inserting shit. No. But what if there is like a greater knowing where we are like more, I don't know, universal. Like maybe there's like a universal mind or something. So exactly. we know innately it's- that there is something more to this one pill. Like collectively or whatever. We're going to get into telepathy and all this oh other my God. stuff okay, that sorry. connects people. Yeah. But that, that's a beautiful tie-in. Like yeah. what if there is this connection? Yeah, which because because how the fuck would you know? You wouldn't know. But but you guess who know. does know? The scientist who's giving you the, the thing. Uh-huh. They know that there's something more to that pill. Uh-huh. If you're somehow tele- t- tele- telepathically tele- like communicating... On some level that you don't really understand. Who knows? Oh, my God. Okay. Power of the brain. Power of the brain. Um, brain the greater power. the pain, the greater the placebo effect. It's as if it's as if the more relief we desire, the more relief we attain. What you kind of think about kind of makes some sense. Like if I'm in great pain and the placebo works... I'm going to, it's the, the ratio of effect is going to be greater because I have greater pain. So like, that kind of makes some sense. That that makes sense. I think that you're wanting to seek comfort more. So yes, like anything's precisely. going to happen. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, you don't have to be sick for a, for a placebo to work. And examples were placebo stimulants or tranquilizers or placebo alcohol can produce the same predictable effects i have actually heard about that where people thought that they were getting drunk and they actually were not getting drunk there was no alcohol at all involved in like an entire part like an entire group of people are acting like fucking like they have been drinking so much and in reality there's not been anything or even like yeah yeah that's that's bizarro your brain did that your brain created. Your brain that, did that to your body. You like physically altered your body. I mean, it gets into that, like, you know, the way that you talk to yourself, mm-hmm. like, has a great impact on the way that, you know, the world sees you. Exactly. Takes right back to the quote is how you, the way you look at things. Yeah. If you change the way you look at things, then things change. Yes. Yes goes as simple as if I am just a cranky butt all day, then things are going to suck. <laughs> right, right. Nobody's going to want to be around you. They're going to treat you like shit. Yeah, totally. If I have, if I make myself have a good attitude, 
things are going to generally work out better. I'm going to make those things change the things because I've changed how I looked at things. It's all weird, connected. It's all fucking bizarre AF. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, So as in all brain actions, the placebo effect is the product of chemical changes. Your brain is doing stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And numerous studies have supported the conclusion that endorphins in the brain produce the placebo effect. Excuse me. And in patients with chronic pain, for example, placebo respondents were found to have higher concentrations of endorphins in their spinal fluid than (sighs) placebo of non-responders. So people that didn't respond to it. What? What? In your (laughs) spinal fluid? What? So they're testing. It's not just like, yeah, this person just feels better. It's like, these are like legitimate <laughs> legit, fucking like, <laughs> testing yeah. where they're looking and seeing, oh God, like this person, their spinal fluid, we're tapping their spine. We're getting the fluid out and it's, different. it's showing, yeah, it's different than this person. They got these, all these endorphins. That's fucking wild, dude. Just like the thought. Power of the brain. The power of the brain, the power of thought too. Power of thought. That's what placebo boils down to. Right. Is thought. Yeah. This placebo is going to cure my skin rash. Oh. <laughs> and look, it's gone. I mean, yeah. If you keep on saying, oh, I'm sick. Oh, I feel this. That's oh, a, that is another one. People that have, uh, what is that when you're always, uh, oh. what's that when you're always sick? Um, hypochondriac? Hypochondriac. Or you're like, you're afraid of being sick, right? Yes. Or you're fearing it. Boop, 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 boop. That's your brain. You're creating you're that. You're creating it. Yeah. You're creating your reality. And it's easy for us to say. Sure. I, I'm not telling anyone that they shouldn't feel that way. I'm just simply saying that that's how powerful the brain is. Well, you and I were both talking about our day before and or our week. Uh, and we're both like, God, our weeks fucking sucked. <laughs> and, and it prop for me, it propagated. Like did it? Because remember, I said I had that one issue. Oh, and yeah. then two then days more. later, I had another one. Mm-hmm. And it just kept going. And it's like so out of out of character, out of context. Like yes. you're not someone who has these issues. And right. then it just kept on kept happening. Getting like is same thing with like acting. Like if if I'm acting like oh, on stage, right. that's and you a huge up. Yeah, you fuck up, you're like, oh my God, I'm gonna fuck up more. Oh, I'm gonna go out there. Oh fuck it. It's just like it's gonna be a fucking a shitty show. And you know what I found though? Maybe it's the reverse, some kind of placebo effect. Like those shows where like nothing goes right is Uh the most fun for me. I always think it's like. (laughs) Keeps you on your toes. (laughs) Keeps you on your toes. But but also like um, it keeps you on your toes. You're not doing the same things. And. Well, that's just it too, because it's the unexpected, right? Oh, yeah. So it it ties into this phenomenon where it's like the unexpected is happening and you're kind of. I guess you're embracing that. So I guess you could be like, well, I'm just going to throw my hands up and uh-huh. whatever. Uh-huh. Or you could be like, I'm going to fucking ride this ride. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Exactly. <laughs> which, is, which is probably why it, it's the best. Changes everything. That's so crazy. Uh-huh. It seems like, okay, so you're talking about hypochondriacs. Uh-huh. Do you think that like that has something to do with personality? Like some of these things are more personality based. So like I'm, I tend to be more optimistic. I'm not, I see the glass is half full or a half a glass, whatever realistic, optimistic. Mm -hmm. I'm not pessimistic. I don't automatically think everything's out to get me. Yeah. Does that have a huge effect on it? Would you think? I think it does. Yeah. I think so too. Again, I think it boils back down to your perspective, how you look at things. Um, People that are always very negative, those pessimists and those hypochondriacs and like they're it's all it's like non going. Yes. They're always a victim. Always a victim. People that um we always say love drama. Like mm-hmm. oh god, just like a drama mama. Like yes. you have to you live in drama and when you don't have drama, they feel uncomfortable. Yeah, because right? then they're, they're faced with themselves. They have to look at themselves. So it's all about your perspective and how you're looking at things and how you want to look at things and it just it changes everything and again i know it's easy to say and that's not why we're here today we're here just to again emphasize brain is fucking amazing 
brain equal power. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I mean, yeah, it's it, it's amazing to hear like real, you know, about real su- like substantial studies that, mm-hmm. you know, you have evidence where they're like, we don't we're throwing our hands up. We don't really know what's happening, but something's happening. Right. And the brain is that's all we can say is like the brain somehow controlling some of this or all of this or what, whatever the case is like, yes, there's something going on. There's something there. Yeah. Measurable. Measurable. Yeah. It's measurable. We're, we're, we're tapping people's uh, spinal cords and we're finding this shit's (laughs) happening. Like what the fuck? So your, so your mind can really control your body beyond what we can do just on a constant normal basis. We've, we're, I've already given us examples right. of this. Let's take it a little step further. Okay. What about telekinesis? What about telepathy? So let's talk about telepathy for a second. Yeah. I was going to be like, what the fuck is the difference? <laughs> I thought they were the same thing. <laughs> so, one is transmitting thought between one person and the other. The other was literally con- moving things, controlling physical objects. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between the two. Ah, okay. All stemming from the brain. The brain, the mind. Okay. So in telepathy, again, is the transmission of information from one person's mind to another without using any known human sensory channels or physical touch or interaction okay like yes. I, this this is not telepathy right, this right. Is and sign, you're, this he's is moving sign, sign language, language. <laughs> so his hands like he's doing letters for sign language a b c d there you go i think this is d oh d d with one yep like that e e i think f I J H I J K L M. This is really interesting. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Tangent. <laughs> Tangent. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so it's no 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 movements or anything. It's just with that's what telepathy is. It telepathy. has to be okay. like we're just sitting here looking at each other and like you know what I'm about to say right now. Yes. What okay. name am I thinking? Sam. No. Okay. <laughs> So the first, <laughs> uh, no, not telekinetic. Oh, no. the term was first coined in uh, 1882 by a classical scholar by the name of Frederick Myers. He's a founder of the Society of. <laughs> Wait, it's not physical research. It's psychological. P P S Y C H I C A L psychical. Psychical, psychical. Thank you. Psychical. Society of Psychical you Research. You got that all yourself. <laughs> <laughs> psychical Research. Thank okay. you. Uh, uh, yes, and it has remained more popular than what they early called it initially, which was thought transference, which Ooh. I like thought transference. I think so, too. I, I like, like that, that better. It yes. makes more sense to me. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so... Thought reading. So in the late yeah. 19th century, magicians and mentalists, would they would perform this thought reading demonstrations. And they would do things like perform, uh, like by correctly identifying um, like a, a spot on a table, like someone would pick a spot on a table and they will have, they will, the, the magician or the mentalist would have picked that spot or find a hidden object or et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, during the experiment, most would require physical contact with the subject. So the mentalist or the magician for example, let's see. Let's do a overhead. Overhead, yeah. Yeah. So we do something like this, grasping you, the person's yes, hand, yes, and then you know, saying, you know, communicate, and tell, you know, show me where the that person picked on the table or whatever. Yeah. Um. So they would all require some sort of a physical touch like that. Um. Clearly, the person who they were touching was in on it. They knew who where it was um they would use what they called and i i was trying to find this word because i'd found it one time i couldn't find it but basically boils down to muscle movement so like oh. somehow like you would touch and somehow you would like feel like this yeah and we would communicate by you could feeling 
where it was somehow we had it oh. so you could feel that that kind of muscle movement yes and that's how they would communicate so you'd hold on to someone's i could totally see that you could hold on to someone's uh wrist and based on which like finger, finger they moved you could feel that muscle you could feel moving. the mu- muscle moving because they wouldn't you know this would be obvious right if i was like doing the you know this but yeah, like if i'm just kind of like if you hold my wrist uh-huh and if i just kind of went like I could tell which you, side of your of you your wrist. Of, I'm, you can, I'm not really moving anything, but you can. But, but they're holding onto your hand, feel, right? Like Maybe they're movement. doing this. Yeah. And like, yes. Yeah. Ah. So that's that's how they would they would do that, right? They're which, so slick. Slick, which then makes people not believe in real stuff. Right. But well, there's uh, money to be made, and these motherfuckers are going to make it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so there was another famous reader. Um, his name was Stuart Cumberland, uh, and he was famous for performing blindfolded treats like identifying a hidden object in a room that a person had picked out or asking someone to imagine a murder scene and then attempted to read the subject's thoughts and identify the victim and reenact this crime. And he would do all these kind of like really dramatic things. Um he literally claimed that he possessed no genuine psychic ability and that his thought reading performances could only be dis, dis, dim, uh, dis, described demonstrated <laughs> by holding the hand of the subject he came into dispute you know with this this whole thing and again it was this whole muscle muscle movement mu- muscle movement but thing. he knew he knew the people ahead of time they had already decided on something exactly right? so there were plants yes yeah yes they were all plants um Cumberland himself, he argued that telepathy and communication with the dead were absolutely impossible and the mind of man cannot read through telepathy and so you know there was this whole debate where they were trying to prove that telepathy and could exist, but then you had people like him that were just effing it all up. Right. And making people doubt it. Doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the thing that sucks about it is like, you know, you'll sit there and, um, and you'll have someone who is like, Hey, look, this is legit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we've talked about like, you know, um, people in positions of power who are saying like, Hey, these things exist. And the, and, and it's like, Oh, here's a red herring. Like this is a, some weird shit that I'm saying, like, like DIA or whatever, right? Like DIA, <laughs> yes. like, Hey, yeah. uh, there's some weird shit for sure underneath DIA, but you know what else is very strange fucking, uh, uh, just like these underground bunkers, but Oh yeah, we have like um these aliens that uh right. suck like children's blood. Yes, they eat their glands. Yeah, they eat they eat children's <laughs> glands. And that's why you shouldn't go to uh to DIA, Denver International Airport. Don't like it, it really does distract or just detract from the real issues that's or the right. the potential um yeah, problems. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's interesting. Right. So so what about real telepathy? Like when we're talking about the no contact telepathy, like yeah. the real telepathy. Okay, so like I don't want to alarm anybody listening, oh, no. but the act of transferring thoughts into someone else's head is literally real, as in published in academic papers real. Like they've no. literally, it's real. Like they, they actually they know this. They've proved it, they've documented it is real. Now, Here's the caveat. Okay. Here's a little caveat. Oh, wait. Sorry. Let me back up. So part of the documentation was that people have not only communicated, like, I'm thinking of a phrase, and you go, phrases, blah, blah, blah. Um, They've also telepathic ways controlled rats. (laughs) Oh. Like, move left, move right. Go down that. Go down that road. Left. No turn. Documented. Okay. Okay. Now here's the caveat. Technology was involved in that they had to put. Um, they're called trans, uh, transcranial magnetic stimulation. In the rats. In well, yeah. So the 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 human would have this 
some kind of device on their head. Yeah. Uh, the rats would have this little implant on their brain and they would use this kind of this wand to kind of connect the two. And so they were literally like no physically connecting phys- them, physically connecting through technology, but men, but through the mind and thought process doing things or transmitting information. Oh my so, God. so yes, not, not, <laughs> Not like, telepathy, like we're thinking, like I'm going to sit here and you're going to think of the color. Yeah. Not like that, but. What color am I thinking? Blue. No. Okay. So another <laughs> one of us are at it. Yeah. So, but they were doing it. So, okay. Maybe it's, maybe it's telepathy 101. <laughs> maybe it's the right. first step into using more than 10% of our freaking brain. Because that's all we're yeah, using, right? Maybe, maybe we need a, like a helping maybe hand. some help yeah. until we can get to the 30 or 50 or right. 70. Yeah. Whatever. Right. <clears throat> um, so, but it just proves that thoughts are tangible. Yeah. They are tangible. They're not like just. You mean like grab it, but it's a thing. Mm-hmm. That exists that it can change. Clearly they're capturing it and controlling it. If they can put it through technology, if I can control a rat through my thoughts, clearly that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, haven't you ever had a sense of what someone's thinking and have been right? Yes. So, <laughs> and it, and sure, subtle things could have contributed like facial expressions or maybe the context of the moment or, you know, something like that. But nonetheless, you've had this mind meld. So, there, I mean, there must be, there has, there must be something there. Yeah, I. I mean, I think I think that um, the thing that makes me think about it, it's something that everyone has had, like some kind of uh, it, you, you can walk into a room like I, I've, I've walked into a room. I wasn't in the room before. I didn't know who was in the room, but you walk into a room and you're like, it feels like there's like some anger in here. Like, I don't like this feeling. Or you get like the heebie-jeebies or something where you're like, oh, I don't know what's going on. And then you find out later, like, yeah, someone had like some issues in there or or whatever. There's where you're at was, I don't know, there was a murder or something like that. Like you still there's like an imprint or there's like some kind of knowing that your mind has something you're picking up on something. You're picking up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Something legitimate. Something. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And again, this. This might just be the initial, this might just be like just the tip of that little iceberg of, of what we're doing. But had have we been able to use 10, 100% of our brain, maybe this, maybe like we could legitimately do this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of makes you wonder if the scientific community, they're already, uh, already kind of uh, studying this. Then mm-hmm. they know that there's something, something there. And I've heard of people, I'm not going to bring them up right now because I'm sure we're going to talk about them on future, <laughs> future episodes. But, um, you know, you, you hear about these people who they can't, they can't really make sense of it. Like mm-hmm. this person just has, they just know some shit. Yes. We don't, we're not telling them. They just know it. And we can't, we have no idea how the fuck, like how is it this person has that and other people don't. Maybe they're using a person, like more of their brain. Maybe, Maybe they, that's it. Yeah, I don't know. And maybe that's how some people can do things. Uh, not maybe psychics. I don't know. But maybe they've got some connection with their brain that's way beyond what normal people have. Yeah, because you even hear about, like, I don't know. <laughs> we'll go into aliens. Like, you you hear about, like, telepathy and stuff with aliens. Uh-huh. And it's like, yes. oh, they never. Oh, that's like, how they communicate. Have, yeah, yeah, like, they com- communicate without talking. You just kind of know that they're, what they're saying. Yes. But even in dreams and stuff. Um, I don't know if you dream often, so I do. Yeah. Um, in dreams, like you'll have, like for me, I dream often and I'll have like, um, an idea of something that's happening or like, I'll know how other people are feeling in the dream and there are no words that need to be said. Mm-hmm. And that's just in your dream state. Sometimes mm. you, yeah, you're hanging out with your friend or whatever. You might know them really well, but like you can just kind of feel something in the room. Like, I feel like they're, this person doesn't like me or like, you know, fucking Karen or whatever, like in, <laughs> in fucking accounting hates me or HR. Like they're all Karen's. Karen, fucking Karen. Yeah. We still get that. Like, yeah. And like I said, I, I know, you know, some, 
people will say, well, you know, the context of the room or, mm-hmm. or whatever. And yeah, okay, sure. Like there's subtle clues that I'm sure we can pick up on that, you know, give us an idea of what that person's thinking. Oh, we happen to be right. But it's energy. Yeah. And the bottom line is that those thoughts are energy. And if you can, we've already proven that you can transmit them. Mm-hmm. I mean, we need some help with technology, but you can transmit them and you can receive them. Yes. So if if you can do that better than people that are using very little of their brain, then this seems very plausible. Oh, for sure. To me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I used to actually practice telepathy when I was a kid with my dad. Oh, my God. God, your parents. <laughs> yeah, they were pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Um, so we had cards, and I'm sure you've seen them before, but they're like white cards, and they'll have like maybe a, a black triangle or a square, a circle, wavy lines, a plus sign, right? They had these cards, and we would, you know, he would hold up a card to himself, and he would look at it, and then I would try to read his mind and say, this is the card you're thinking of, right? hmm and even odds, even the odds say 50, 50% plus or minus is, right. you know, if you just kept doing that over and over and over. You know all the cards. Be, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're going to, you know, there's going to be some percentage that you're going to get right just by guessing. Yeah. Right. I distinctly remember one time I was with my dad and we had done this for a long time. The same. We had been doing cards. this, these flashcards for okay. quite some time. Yeah. I remember specifically one time and I getting seven in a row oh wow and with like eight you have eight different i think there's one two two i think there's like there are eight options in these flashcards. getting seven in a row with eight options that's more than that's more than just guessing that's, yeah that's, it's, it's not that's just something there's yeah the fact that you got okay maybe two okay yeah even three four four yeah then, then seven. seven? Yeah. Yeah. So would your dad be holding them and yes. he'd like He would he would hold it in front. So like if we were if we were like you if I yeah. if you were me, mm-hmm. I was my dad, he would take the card and he would hold it up like this. And he would look at it and he would just stare at it. And then I would call out the card. So he would be staring at the card while you were Almost kind of like trying to see his his thoughts. Thoughts, yes. Which is that's telepathy. Okay, so honestly, you know how I thought it would work. Huh? I thought that you would try. I like let's say I have a picture of a guitar. Yes. Up, I'd be like looking at the guitar, Uh and then I'd just be like staring at you, like guitar, 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 guitar. Yes. Same thing. Okay. Same thing. Okay. Does it make a difference if you're looking looking at the the card or looking at the person? I don't like know. in transmitting in, in that? my mind is so when I'm thinking if I think through this yeah I don't have to look at you to transmit an a, a electric electrical transmission like mm-hmm. it's kind of think of it like a cell phone like I don't have to point my cell phone at you or the tower it's like it just kind of it's this it's this transmission yeah yeah okay right so sense. whether I look at you or that it's not that's not my eyeballs aren't the direction of the thought. No, no, you don't have to direct it. But what if we're so bad at it that maybe we are right, uh, right? Because that's we need to just have... it. <laughs> so, even though we're putting out there, I almost wonder, like when you're thinking about things like flashcards, like that's one thing. But when you go into a room that's had like a lot of, you know, maybe somber, like like I was yes. saying, like emotions and stuff. Yes, there's like a an echo or something of it. We just talked about that in our previous episode of the air, airplane where those yeah, things would right, attach right. to those physical yes. objects, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I think it's the exact same thing that you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it is. Those, call them whatever you want, negative thoughts or energies or even positive extreme, thoughts. Extreme, it, those extreme feelings. Yes, exactly. That's weird. Echoing in the air or bouncing in the room or connecting to the TV or I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think it's the exact same thing. But of course it would have an easier way of moving things because, because if you're, if you're sitting there and like, if you have an extreme situation, 
like you're about to die. Mm -hmm. Of course that things are going to be imprinted or echoes of that. But if you're just trying to guess a guitar off of a flashcard, yes. that's going to be really, really hard because there's the, no the intensity. Yes. Yeah. The intensity is just not there. Right. Unless you could use 50% of your, or whatever I'm saying. Yeah. Whatever the number is. I don't know what it is, but totally. right, like you're better at it. At least you, that's what you can do. Yep. Otherwise. Yeah. When it's hard, like you said, it's just not, it, we're just not built for it, for it initially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Or, Maybe we were built it. for it and we've forgotten it. Exactly. Yeah. Or we've been blinded to it. Or we've been blinded to it. It's a fucking conspiracy. People are trying to keep us away from being connected. Yes. I could see that. I can see that Jeff too. Bezos, he has, I mean, come on, how much money have you spent at Amazon this year? <laughs> too, too much. Damn much. <laughs> yeah. We all hate him. In but fact, we're Ryan all... and I just had a conversation about it this morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I know. I was talking to Dave about it. I'm like, I should really need to stop i need to stop but it's so easy so easy um okay so forget about this whole cool mystery sci-fi aspect of us for a second of telepathy okay think about the actual medical benefits of being able to send things to the brain that would help you heal i mean we just talked about placebos yeah that's a great application Right. Put the placebo thing in conjunction with the telepathy thing. We're talking about cures without medicine or side effects. Yes. Cures without medicine, side effects, or let me get on my conspiratorial uh, mm -hmm. soapbox. Mm -hmm. Lots of money being spent. People aren't spending the so insane amounts of money. Even more reason to, to block knock it. the man down. Yeah. 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 The, the, these huge corporations don't want... They don't want us to be able to just cure I could, ourselves. I could, yeah, send oh, you Alicia a thought to cure her. Oh, hail to the no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You you <laughs> want uh, this diabetes, like, uh, you know, cure? Uh-huh. No, yeah. we'd rather just charge you $1,000 for every- for pill. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Or for insulin, which right. is the fucking case. Right. I mean, it would be in their best interest to not do it. Of course. Oh, God. That would be an amazing- Amazing. Application. Yes. Okay, let's let's try to make that happen. <laughs> okay. Can you talk to these people? Well, as soon as you can, can you... guess the color I'm thinking, then we'll be on the right path. Are you thinking of a color right now? Yes. Green. No. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, what about telekinesis? Okay, so you were saying you were saying tele telepathy is thoughts. Mm -hmm. Telekinesis, kinetic, that's has to do with your body or movement. Movement. So moving objects. Yes. So you can move with your thoughts, with your thoughts, moving anything, moving yeah. people, anything, anything, anything in the physical realm. The applications could be great and bad. Uh, both. Yeah. <laughs> uh, both. <laughs> <laughs> so, but this is another thing I've done. Okay. Oh my God, Kevin. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't honestly remember. And actually I'm going to go see my dad here in a week. So I'm, I'm going to ask him if he remembers, but. And I can't remember where we were, but he had taken me somewhere where, and I don't want to say it was like a, to a psychic, but it was somewhere where this was like a, people, you know, the, accepted it. Because I, 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 I specifically remember sitting on a couch uh -huh. and there was this um, wooden circular, I'm going to guess it was maybe like seven or eight inches around. As I said, like a thick, uh, think of a, a cutting board. Okay. And it was round. And on top of it was a glass dome. So you imagine if you were like when you serve food and then they put those domes on them with the smoke and, you know, they serve oh, like yeah, food. Like, like, or, or like a cocktail yeah, or smoked cocktail. like whiskey cocktail. Exactly. So yeah. imagine that like about eight inches around and the dome, you know, like a foot tall. Okay. Okay. And this glass dome is sitting on top of there. Well, hanging from the center of the dome was this really thin like string and then a, a, a crystal that was like a an inch long okay you know it's like a normal like metaphysical crystal yeah right? and it was hanging so it was just floating um inside this glass dome and the idea was that you would focus on that crystal and move it you would move that was it. the purpose of this thing this contraption for lack of a better term mm -hmm. was that you 
the idea was that you focus on this crystal and you make the crystal move. Now, the purpose of the glass was to ensure that there was no external forces moving it, right? There's no wind or fan or anything. Okay. So this glass would keep it from, I mean, it was literally dead still. Right. So you couldn't touch it to move it. You couldn't use fans or anything like that. And was so, anyone near the table? Yeah, everyone. I mean, this was just like in the way, in the, I don't know, I keep saying waiting room because like, but that's kind of, it was like a living room or something. I, I can't remember, but I remember seeing it repeatedly. Yeah. Okay. Um, and every time we would go, I would do it. I would focus on, you know, I would like, I want to move this thing. I want to move this thing. I want to move this thing. Uh, and I did it every single time. I would focus on it, focus on it, focus on it. Now you moved it every single time. No. Okay. No. You I, would just go I would and try. attempt to do this okay. every time. He's okay. Gotcha. Um, one time, it actually moved, and it would move. It's very gradual, and then eventually, I just kept staring at it, and then it started making this little back and forth, and then it started doing this kind of circ, this like circular, very small, yeah. But it was like doing this kind of maybe like imagine like a half an inch. It was just kind of doing this little loopity loop thing. Okay. I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want it to stop. I wasn't sure if it was real, if I was imagining it. Yeah. And so I just kept staring at it and staring at it. And then by the time I re actually realized what was happening, my dad was watching it and he had got other people to come look and go, you know, they're all staring He's at it. And they're all being perfectly quiet because they, yeah. they're like, oh, my God, it's actually... It's actually moving, moving, so it doesn't happen very often. Right, exactly. Well, right. <laughs> How, right. Have you ever heard of anybody moving shit with their mind? I mean, no, no. I, I have a couple questions after the story. Okay. But, okay. Um, but what the fuck? So how long, he, how long, if you were to guess, how long do you think you were moving it for? A minute? Or two. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, because it so started very well. Well, then it and then once it stopped, then it would, you know, it, like anything in in perpetual motion, it, it would eventually slow and then stop. Uh huh. Yeah. So. So, I hate to say it like this, but how long was I physically moving it? I don't. It could have been like a second or five seconds to get it going, and then it was, you know, like, on something. its own. Yeah. I, I I had never done it after before or after. Okay. Nothing ever like that again in my life. Um How old were you? Again, this was late single digits. Oh, okay. So like nine. Yeah. And remember what we were talking about spirit writing mm -hmm. in another one. It was all in this all of this happened to me within a couple of years. Okay. All gotcha. in this like eight, nine. Time, time frame. frame did your parents still like were they still into that kind of stuff yeah but you just didn't participate i mean i i, I did and they weren't it's not like they were like oh, so super active in it it was just kind of like a past yeah something something that you do like yeah you're not playing shoots or ladders you're fucking yeah we're moving crystal objects <laughs> in a glass container yeah, that's very colorado and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then so then i was like oh Maybe thinking about it, maybe dad was taking me to a, like a Wiccan cult meeting in the catacombs of Denver. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, what the like, fuck Like, where was your father this? taking me? Yeah, like, you're in, you're like, I don't know exactly where it was, but it was like, kind of like a living room. I'm like, fucking, what kind of cult is it? There's, there are quite a few cults here in Colorado. So what, what the fuck was this? I don't think it was like that. I think it was, I think he was going to like, um. I like a medium or something but like that. But there's like a lot of people there. They're they're like like this is like a yeah. There were like I want I don't want to say a lot. It's like a waiting room. Yeah. So the, there's like you know six seven people. Maybe it's like a yeah. Maybe it is a psychic. Yeah, I, I think maybe know. it was a psychic or a medium. Oh my god! Because I know he had gone to them before. But what if he um, is, he was like in a cult? Oh my god! For a brief taking me to a Wiccan cult. That would be cool. You, you we'd have to do a follow-up. Like, I don't remember robes. Or <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember robes. Yeah, robes. But I can't remember what happened for 30 minutes. <laughs> and then I saw a dead chicken on the fucking ground. <laughs> You're like, maybe I was in, like, I don't know. I had the spirit of fucking Beelzebub. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> so scary. Um, So that's telekinesis. And, you know, part of me goes... 
I don't believe you. Like, I don't believe myself. You know what I mean? But I remember it. I remember this happening very clearly. Just like I remember spirit writing with my mom. Like, I remember that happening. Um, And so that's why I really believe that, again, that your mind can do way more than we even are capable of or know that we can. And and sometimes I feel like, which is why it's kind of interesting that you um, had these experiences as a child. Like as a child, you don't really know what your bounds are, what your boundaries Isn't are. Isn't that you're, right? Isn't that, I think that is exactly it. You don't know your restrictions. Yeah. And you're not, it's not um, really like, embedded. yes, yes. Put like imb- in, embedded into you at that point in time. You're kind of like, oh yeah, fucking Superman's a totally a real person. And right. like, I thought I could be uh, Asian if I wanted to hard mm-hmm. enough. I really thought Asian women were so beautiful and I wanted to be Asian. And I thought that was an actual possibility. There is <laughs> no nothing, one told you that you could no one told me I couldn't, but like, there's very much nothing that looks like I'm fucking Asian It my hair's curly as fuck. Like there's no way, but as a child, yeah, you think that the, that the world is open uh, and filled with possibilities. So maybe these like that, that, percentage of your brain that you know kind of can control that maybe it was it's working not, yeah it's working it's not inhibited the way that it is today right. because you're open to so much that's more. what i think if you want to ask my opinion i think it's that and you had tried so so like when you were telling me about this like pen because it sounds like it's a pendulum so like a, a, yeah, string, just a string what what color was the crystal uh, like that really light white purpley so it's like an amethyst maybe yeah yeah it, it wasn't it wasn't like vibrant, but mm-hmm. I, it was like, yeah, it seemed like kind of that bluish, purpley, white kind of okay. color. So it's hanging from a string. Yes. There's no one near it. No. There's no magnets moving no. it, which no. is like, you know, right. that's probably how it could happen. It's just you and you've always been trying to fucking. Every time we went. And I don't remember how many times every time is. I just yeah. know there was m- more than several. once. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So. I mean, I, I believe in that. Mm-hmm. They Have you heard, like, people will talk about, like, moving. Um, right now we have, like, a little candle or, like, a flame that's lit. So you can move the flame. Like, they say, hey, if you want to start practicing these things, you can look at a flame in a room that doesn't have, like, you have to control the. And that's why I loved the. Uh- the fact that this happened the way that it did because yeah, there, was, there no. was literally zero air. Yeah. To push anything. Like with a candle, like who knows where the yes. little breeze could come from. Totally. Right? So you don't know, was that me? Yeah, was that me or was that actually? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. That that so but yes, I and you know, I had done that for the longest time. Like and that wasn't the only time that I tried to do that stuff. Like I would be at home and I would you know, focus on the pencil on the table or mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Like I I, oh, I, yeah. I remember trying to do that. Multiple times. Multiple, like a lot. And it just And then so finally happened. one time it happens. So it's almost like, I wonder if it's like a, a muscle that you can flex, right? Mm-hmm. So like, you know, mm-hmm. pumping iron, love pumping iron personally. <laughs> um, but like, you know, you go to the gym and like when you first go, you're like, God, these five pounds doing bicep curls. This is really fucking hard. But then the more and more you go, you're you're uh, growing your muscle and Mm -hmm. you can pick up more. What if that's really what this is? Like if you continue to try to practice. Well, and that's the other thing too, that I, I think I fully agree with you that that's exactly what it takes. The problem is I don't know how to practice. Like, I don't know, like when I'm thinking about moving the pencil, should I be thinking about moving the pencil? Like, what should I be? How should I be training? It's like telling someone go train to wait to, I don't know, run a marathon. You're like, well, I'm not sure what to do or train to be a weightlifter. Well, what should I do? You know what I'm saying? Where do I start? Like, how do I train? And so that's the problem that I face. I'm like, okay, well, I want to levitate. I want to make my body levitate. How do I practice that? Like, do I envision it? Do I like, what do I do? I think that like, we kind of, well, not that we're like, you know, but we are, um, we're very (laughs) smart. And, (laughs) but what if, what if, uh, part of that is in taking some of those prescriptions that you have or like the ideas that you have about what you're capable of and what you're not capable of and just kind of trying to go through it with childlike wonder where you're like, yeah, yeah of course I can do this. So how do you do that? I don't know. Meditation's probably a good spot to start. I think that's start. I agree. 
I would fully agree with the whole meditation. Like we've, we've convinced ourselves and we've been educated and educated is the wrong word. We've been conditioned. Conditioned, yeah. In so many ways to think so many things and in certain ways that we're not even conscious of. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think meditation, clearing your mind is the definitely the start. I totally agree with that. Um, I think... Would you want to do that again? Is that something that you'd... Yes, I would love to do. I haven't thought about it in a very long time until I started writing this episode. Uh Um, It's the first time I'd thought about it in eons. Just, I mean, the the ramifications of being able to be open in those capacities, like, it doesn't seem like it would be a bad thing. It seems like it could be a really, really good thing. Like, you could be like Magneto, like from X-Men, you know? He, ha- he like, controls metal and shit. Like, yeah. he can do anything. <laughs> well, and like you said before, any anything of value can be used of in, in a bad way. Yes. Right? Any power, regardless of what it is. Can be corrupted. <clears throat> can be good or bad. The, and, and you know what kind of, you know, and we talked about, we did talk about this in the gateway process, but... Um, the thing that scares me is when you have these people who are trying to, to, um, hold on to power or who are trying to control other folks, Mm -hmm. like that's a really scary, that's a scary thought. Like, um, to be able to imprint ideas onto people who are unwilling subjects, like that's bad. That's really scary. That is bad. And if you, and I've been doing a lot of research on, um, on like witchcraft and wicca and all that stuff and that is one of the first for and foremost rules is that you it's about intent and not doing anything under anyone without anyone's acceptance right full acceptance Mm -hmm. that is like (laughs) rule number one like even talking about i mean let's let's just get okay whatever like it's morally wrong to do something like that right but just getting away from moral like the moralities behind that Mm -hmm. think about how much harder it is to talk just talking to someone using your words and saying kevin i know your favorite color is you know purple your favorite (laughs) color shut up it is were you thinking about purple i was Ah! you did it oh my god (laughs) oh finally it just took the end of the fucking episode so oh my god okay so oh that's fucking cool um so i didn't know that Mm -hmm. okay um maybe i did maybe i didn't i just don't remember it um anyway so i your favorite color is purple and i tell you kevin your favorite color really needs to be red you're already against the idea of it being red in general like for me to convince you with words is going to be hard enough let alone one having to do it tele- tele- telepathically uh-huh. two having to do it with someone who's uninterested. Yes. Like that is, I just yes. feel like you would be going, it's an, such an uphill battle mm-hmm. that requires so much energy. Mm-hmm. And even like from this like Wiccan perspective, it's like not only is it mor- morally wrong, but it's probably just like so fucking exhausting. It's not even worth, worth your time to do that. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Unless you were some very powerful powerful witch and it didn't matter you yeah. could just do it you could be alphaba oh <laughs> uh, oh yeah who wait who's that alphaba yeah, come oh on wait that's not the green witch is it yeah oh, okay okay sorry yes sure. from wicked <laughs> yes okay that's my i love that music you just yeah yeah you just we just like pulled your points off of my card yeah you definitely <laughs> did we're gonna have to get those back up <laughs> Positive thought. I have positive thought about it. Thank you. Uh-huh. I don't want to be kicked out. No, you can't. <laughs> okay. Well, that's um, that's what I had. So I, 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 again, I wrapped up with just just think about how powerful our our, our brains are. Yeah. Some good advice, I think, is what you just said. Is take a minute out of every day. Meditate and clear your mind and just uh, take advantage of that power that's between your ears because I think we could do some really cool stuff from it if we even just use a little bit more of our brain. Start flexing that muscle. Flex it. Yeah. (laughs) I would love to see like maybe a little recap from you. Like, um, you know, you 
maybe having meditated, trying to see if repeat, I can do it again. Yeah, repeat that. God, that'd be fun. It would be really cool. I'm sure we could create it. I'm sure you have like a globe or something that we can stick that. I'm like sure. a, I have I have crystals. Well, maybe that that'll be a new um, oh fixture, on, fixture our on our table. Yes, we can start our episodes by focusing on the crystal. <laughs> Every episode, we spend just a little bit of time. Whomever is not hosting it uh-huh. <laughs> to, to try to move it. it, but we just can't move anything else on the surface of the table okay, because I've like done fixture. it a couple of times. Yeah, you've tried to do. Like moving pencils and stuff. Oh yeah, of course I've tried doing that. I've just I, I was saying I just hit the fucking table with my legs because I move around too much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <I> can't sit still. <laughs> this is a great episode. Good, thanks so it's much. It's very it was encouraging. Uh huh. You know, Good. and with like the new year, it's like I mm-hmm. just feel like you know there's a lot of possibility and um and having you know positive thought and this is a great this is a great episode to kind of go along with that perfect so good thank you well thanks for joining me as always of course <laughs> okay. we'll see you soon see you soon bye, bye.